Welcome to the FCBC NYC podcast. We're so thankful that you decided to join us in this moment and in this season in your life. Our prayer is that this podcast will be a catalyst for conversion and transformation and that you will be inspired and renewed in such a tremendous way that your desire will be to be your best for God. Again, thank you for listening, and we're excited to see what is next in your life. In 2 Samuel, the 23rd chapter, uh, starting at verse number 20, let's, let's engage this text. Benaniah was the son of Jehoiada, the son of a valiant man of cab zeal, who had done many deeds. He had killed two lion-like heroes of Moab. He also had gone down and killed a lion in the midst of a pit on a snowy day. And he killed an Egyptian, a spectacular man. The Egyptian had a spear in his hand, so he went down to him with a staff, wrestled the spear out of the Egyptian's hand and killed him with his own spear. I want to hang my hat on that middle clause that says he also had gone down, killed a lion in the midst of a pit on a snowy day. For a few minutes, I want to talk from the subject, run to the roar. You may be seated. Run to the roar. Run. Everybody say run to the roar. To be able to travel the country as a fugitive from slavery, declaring that slavery was morally wrong, required courage. To be able to establish a school in Tuskegee, Alabama, for the education of those who were formerly enslaved, required courage. To believe that you could start your own hair care line for African Americans and be successful required courage. To stand and declare with an X as your last name that African Americans could determine their own destiny required courage. To put pen to paper and write so eloquently and boldly that America never really was America to me required courage. To stand after being rejected by races and yet still seen in Constitution Hall required courage. To be able to stand and think you could tell America about your dream and shout it from the mountaintop required courage. To be able to register folk to vote, run for political office, be the first to break in the majors. Believe you can be president. Hold the office of vice president. Own your own company. Require it. Everybody say courage. Truth is that I could spend all day and night reading the resume of our people and at the very end declare the word courage. This would be easy and inevitable because when one surveys the long and ardent history of Black America with all of its troubles and triumphs, what you realize at the end of all of that is that all of it took what y'all Courage. Courage to stand in places where you were not wanted. Courage to excel in areas where you knew there would be backlash. Courage to not accept anything less than your best because you believe God promised it to you. These and others demanded courage, demanded, required, undaunted. Everybody say courage to live in a place 
Any moment of your life could be taken because you declare and demanded your freedom required courage. It is a fact that all of those whom we should and must celebrate possess a degree of courage. All those in the lineage and legacy of our people demanded and required courage. They refused to settle for less. They refused to hide their gifts. They refused to dim their light. They refused to play small. They refused to speak in whispers, but in fact, with faith in God and faith in themselves, they mustered up the strength and had, what y'all, courage. Where would we be as a people if those who went before us didn't possess and exhibit courage? Let, let me pose it like this. Where would we be? Yes, sir. If Fannie Lou Hamer decided to be quiet, where would we be if Rosa Parks decided to give up her seat? Where would we be if Marcus Garvey didn't promote black ownership? All of these and many others got to the place where they were because they possessed and exhibited courage. Everybody say courage. They counted the cost. They knew that God was on their side and they were going to strike no matter what. They were not going to be used as props, but that with every action, they would be prophetic and press towards freedom, justice, and liberation. They would chase after and make every attempt to claim that which they believe God had promised them. Watch this. Courage is in our history. Courage is in our blood. Courage is in our DNA. When the odds were stacked against us. We didn't back down. We stood up. We didn't go and hide. We stood up. We didn't run. We stood up. Is there anybody that comes from that line and lineage of folk who had everybody say it? What, what is courage? Yeah, the state or quality of mind or spirit that enables one to face danger or vicissitudes with self-possession, confidence, and resilience. Uh, okay, let me try another one. What is courage? Uh, the bravery and or strength to do something that could be dangerous. Uh, okay, let me try something different. What is courage? Courage is the commitment to begin without any guarantee of success. Let, let me go further. Let me try another one. Uh, what is courage? Somebody said the best way out is always through. If you ever want to see something move, don't back down from it. Stand up to it and have everybody say courage. Yeah, you you pick the definition. You you pick the definition. The common thread is you got to have the ability to be committed to something in the face of obstacles and opposition. You got to learn to go all the way. Everybody say all the way. You can't quit. You can't give up. You can't surrender. Whatever your purpose is in life, whatever your goal is, whatever your aim is, regardless of what comes your way, you got to have. Everybody say courage. All throughout the book, God uses unlikely folk as profiles and encouraged to reveal that if you've been convinced that God is on your side, you got to stretch out on God and watch God work through you. Let, let me work this. Courage is not acting independent of wisdom. It is moving forward in wisdom in spite of opposition. Knowing that if God spoke something to you, if God revealed something to you, if God shows something to you, you can't sit lightly by and 
and do nothing. You got to discover, or should I say, uncover the courage God placed in you. You don't have to import anything. God already gave you everything that you need in order to make it from one day to the next. Is there anybody that can testify? You ain't got to find courage. You already got courage down inside of you. Far too many people miss opportunities, delay vision, put aside dreams because of lack of courage. Too many people miss what God has for them because of what they see in front of them or around them. And they end up shrinking down towards irrelevance. Too many people know what God promised. Yeah, believe what God said. Yeah, yet when faced with uncertainty and difficulties, choose not to uncover the courage it takes to make it from one day to the next. Beloved, the Bible reassures us that when you choose courage over fear, that God will always be with you. That even when it seems impossible, even when it seems improbable, even when folks say you have lost your mind, if you step out on faith, God can do some stuff that nobody else could do. That's what Moses did at the Red Sea. That's what Joshua did in Jericho. That's what Queen Esther did for the king. That's what Hannah did at the altar. That's what David did with Goliath. That's what Peter did walking on water. That's what Jesus did at Calvary. They didn't back down from the obstacle. They faced the obstacle. Eyeball to eyeball. There's always an easy way out. But I want to submit to you before I work in the text that we are in a season of psychological social and emotional challenges. Everybody's wrestling with something. Everybody's struggling to make it from one day to the next. But I got a word for you. If God is with you, if God is on your side, there ain't nothing you can't stand up against. There's nothing that you can't face. I need five folk to testify that you've been through some trials over 19 months. You've had some difficulties over 19 months, but every morning you kept waking up. Is there anybody that can give them glory? Somebody shout courage. Come on, shout courage. Well, let, let, let's, 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 let's glean in this text from the brother named Benaniah. The Bible does not say much about our brother, but it does say a few things. And I'm going to use him as an example, as our quintessential example of what it means to have courage. Here's what the text says. It says, Benaniah, the son of Jehiah, a valiant fighter from Kabzeel, performed great exploits. He struck down two of Moab's mightiest warriors. But here it is. He also went down in a pit on a snowy day and killed a lion. Truth is, y'all, that one line laid me out so hard, I could say I could close the book and go home because here it is. The writer of the particular text felt it necessary to lay out his resume. Benaniah, the son of Jehiah. Benaniah, the son of Jehiah. Let me work the text. From the outset, we are told his name, but we're told who he's connected to. His father. Watch this. Yes, he had accomplishments. Yes, he had great exploits. But, but what's listed before any of those things was his connection of who his daddy was. As if to say, before you dissect his courage, let's first mention where he came from, which denotes where he got it from. Beloved, can I roll into this transition and tell you that if you're going to uncover some courage in your life, you better know where you come from. Can I get five folk to testify? I'm not asking 
asking where you are now, but do you come from some stuff? Watch this, because sometimes your present power is only possible because of your past connection. Oh, hallelujah, somebody. D don't be deceived. You are not standing here because you're so cute, or I'm so cute, and you're so smart, and I'm so smart, but I'm here standing on the shoulders of folk who came before me. Is there anybody that's got a connection? Let me put it this way. Let, let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. I don't know where y'all come from, but I come from praying folk and marching folk and protesting folk and building folk and witnessing folk and unified folk and strong folk and working folk and worshiping folk. I come from folk that'll pray a demon out of you. I come from folk that can lay on the altar for you. Is there anybody in here that comes from that kind of folk? Somebody shout, I come from something. I come from something, which lets you know that I come from a stock. You got to come from something. You didn't get here. Stop believing these people that lie and say they self-made. Negro, you ain't self-made. Somebody help you get to where you are. You ain't no self-made nothing. Somebody prayed for you. Somebody kept you on their mind. Is there anybody in here? You ain't self-made nothing. The text says, he's the son of. Everybody say son of. Let's work the text, y'all. Courage lies in your ability to be humble and acknowledge that you are the child of someone. Let me work it, let me work it. Benaniah's father was a priest from the tribe of Levi. Huh, yeah. Um... But I want y'all to see this. Uh, remember, uh, the Levite tribe, or the tribe of Levi, took care of the temple. They were the worshipers. Benaniah was a warrior. So the worshiper names his son Warrior. Y'all go, y'all gonna miss this child. He names his son, watch this, Benaniah's name means made from God. Oh God, help me. So could it be possible that his father worked in the temple, hung around God long enough that he said, I know what I'm going to name my baby. I'm going to name him made from God. So watch this, y'all. His son becomes a warrior. He's the worshiper. His son becomes a warrior. He's a worshiper. Okay, I'm going to get to it. His son becomes a warrior. He's a worshiper. Because maybe the line between worshiper and warrior is not that far apart. Maybe when we worship, we're actually warring. Is there anybody in here that's ever had to worship in war at the same time? Shama, shama. Well, yeah. Let's move into text. Benaniah fights two Moabite soldiers. Story one. Kills a lion in the pit on a snowy day. Story two. Kills Egyptian with a spear. Story three. <clears throat> Isn't it interesting? The middle story gets your attention more than the other two bookmarks. Huh. Benaniah, for some reason, let me work. Ended up in a pit with a lion on a snowy day. The text does not say 
how he ended up in the pit. It doesn't say the circumstances that arose for him to find himself in a pit with a lion on a snowy day. All we know is two went in, but only one came out. Y'all gonna make me preach this hard in here? What, 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 what's this? The story's real short. He ended up in a pit with a lion on a snowy day. Two went in. Y'all gonna make me run in this building. <clears throat> what I like about it, Reverend Dr. Keisha, is because what is revealed in the text mm, is not in the text. Watch this. Because more than likely, Benaniah possessed what he needed before he found himself in the pit. Go on, do it, boy. Sometimes we hear phrases, he found his strength or he came to himself. Such was not the case for Benaniah. Benaniah didn't find anything. Watch this shout. Because maybe he already had what he needed before he got there. Can I come to somebody's pew this morning and tell you that in order to overcome anything in life, you as a believer are going to have to come to the conclusion that you already got everything that you need? Somebody shout right there. We spend so much time looking for something, get trying to find something. When I get this, or when I possess this, or when I get a hold of that, have you lost your mind? You already got everything you need to make it from one day to the next. Is there anybody that knows you already got some power? You already got some faith. You already is there anybody in here that can give God glory? Because you already got everything that you Somebody shout, yes, Lord. Yeah, yeah. God says, God says, this will shout right here. Stop asking me for something and thank me for what you already have. I wish I had five that could praise him now. Stop going to God in prayer talking about, Lord, give me strength. Baby, you already got strength. Is there anybody can tell the Lord, thank you? Thank you for my power. Thank you for my courage. Thank you for my wisdom. Thank you for my toughness. Thank you for my potential. Thank you for my gift. Thank you for my ability. Thank you for my knowledge. Thank you for my wisdom. I need 40 folk to give them glory and tell God, thank you. Give him glory if you already got some power. Give him glory if you already got some strength. Give him glory. Somebody give him praise. Somebody shout, I already got it. Shout, I already got it. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. So watch this. Deal with the text, y'all. He already had what he needed when he got to the pit. Everybody got that? Say yes. Two. There are three stories that I told. The middle story is the only story where the weather conditions are mentioned. Y'all gonna make y'all gonna y'all gonna make me do this here. It's three stories, but the writer only writes the atmospheric conditions in the second story. <laughs> It was snowing. It's one thing to have courage facing a lion in good weather. Y'all. <laughs> but, but now, you, 
you want me to fight a lion in a slippery pit on a snowy day? Snow numbs your fingers. Makes it difficult to handle weapons. Snow makes your footing treacherous. Y'all gonna make me do this. Snow blinds your eyes. Difficult terrain. Negative conditions. Can, can I tell y'all something? I learned this after 19 months. Ben and I learned it in the pit. The conditions don't change the cause. Oh, oh y'all didn't get that? If there's something God gave you to do, it doesn't matter what the condition is. You got to get it done no matter what. Snowy days. Slippery pits. Sometimes that describes my Tuesday. Snowy days. Slippery pits. Sometimes that describes my friends. Snowy days. Slippery pits. Depression. Snowy days. Slippery pits. Anxiety. Snowy days. Slippery pits. Frustration. Snowy days. Slippery pits. My job. Is there anybody that's ever had a snowy day and a slippery pit? Yeah, yeah, dysfunctional family, snowy, snowy days, slippery pits, lying friends, snowy days, slippery pits, failed government, snowy days, slippery pits, sometimes I'm broke as a joke, snowy days, slippery pits. <laughs> but can I say this to you? Just because the weather ain't what you wanted it to be doesn't mean that changed the assignment that you're on. Y'all going oh, to say something? You, you got to say to yourself, maybe, maybe God gave me a snowy day and a slippery pit to see if what I pray for I really want. Y'all ain't getting this in here for. Sometimes it's an indication that I'm closer to what I desire. Watch this. Stop looking for good weather. Y'all ain't say nothing to Coleman. Look, y'all ain't. Stop looking for sunny days. Stop looking for the sun to always shine. Sometimes you need a little rain in your life and you need little hurricanes in your life and you need little tornadoes and you just got to stand there. Lord, you said you keep me. Lord, you said you brought me. Is there anybody in here? Keep working. Keep creating. Keep advocating. Keep going to work every day. Keep changing people's lives. Keep building. Keep starting your business. Keep being an entrepreneur. Don't stop what God gave you just because the conditions are not what you want them to be. Sometimes that's the best testimony. I was in the storm, but God met me while I was in the storm and he brought me out of the storm. Is there anybody in here that can put your hands together? Watch this. Watch this. Benaniah, 
already had what he needed when he got in the pit. Benaniah didn't let the conditions change the cause. Let me drag Benaniah looks in the eyes of the lion. It's going to run right here, y'all. And lions have a natural instinct that when they feel threatened, they shout out a roar. Ben and I looks at the lion. The lion instinctively roars. Ben and I has to decide, should I try to climb out and get away from the lion? Or should I muster the courage and run towards the roar? Woo. Ben and I, with his weapon gripped in his hand, decides running away is not an option. Surrendering and allowing the land to kill me is not an option. Looking for a way of escape is not an option. I want to tell 20 people in here that what you've been working on, giving up is not an option. Quitting is not an option. Because of where I come from, I know God is on my side. So there it is. Hold on. So he runs towards the lion. Being the inquisitive one that I am, I went to discoverywildlife.com. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm from the city too. I don't know nothing about the country or, right? And when I read the definition, I'm going to tell y'all right now, I'm an emotional guy. I about, I about ran out of my house. It says, and I quote, when you encounter a lion, stay in your ground. Oh, hold on, y'all. It get, it get better than that. It says, stand your ground. And while standing your ground, clap your hands. Okay, okay, okay. Woo! It says... It says, stand your ground, clap your hands, and shout waving your arms. It says, when you do this, I'm about to run out this building. You make yourself look bigger than you really appear. Now, Keisha, I'm a church boy. So when I said clap your hands, I said that ain't nothing but church. Shouting, that ain't nothing but church. Waving my hands, that ain't nothing but church. The next time something comes in your life, all you got to do is stand your ground. Is there anybody that can shout about it? Stand your ground. Wave your hands. Start clapping. Anything in your life that's not giving way, stand your ground. Wave your hand. Start clapping. I need 50 folk that wanted to defeat a lion in your life. Jump on your feet. 
clap your hands, wave your hands, give them a shout. Come on, y'all. The lion of COVID tried to get you, and it's still out there. Somebody give them a shout. Give them a praise. Clap your hands. Wave your hands. Clap your hands. Wave your hands. Clap your hands. Wave your hands. Clap your Right there. Right there. Because I learned one thing. If you do your part, God will do his part. I don't know what happened in the pit. But all I know is two went down, but one came out. Is there anybody that's got a testimony of one? You were fighting something. It died, but you lived. Go ahead and give them a praise if you believe that right now. Right there. Stay right there. That's it. Run to the row. Run to the row. Run to the row. Do it, y'all. Come on. Say it again. Come on. Say it again. Come on. Do it, y'all. Come on. I know it's big. I know it's strong. I know it's difficult. I know it's rough. And I know the odds are stacked against you. And I know folk are laughing at you. And I know it's been in your heart a long time. And I know it hadn't come to pass yet. And, and I know you failed a couple of times. And I, and I know the odds are stacked against you. But can I tell you something? Don't run from it. Do what y'all run. Run towards the road. Don't back down. Don't give up. Don't quit. Stop saying it's unfair. It's ordained. It ain't unfair. It's ordained. Can you imagine? Benaniah comes out that pit. He got blood on his hands. You can see he's got some scars on his arms. You can see sweat coming down his bra. Right. But I can hear Benaniah in the 21st century testify. So glad I made it. So glad I made it. I made it through. I made it through. Oh, so glad I made it. Anybody got that testimony? So glad I made it. I made it through. Come on, that's your testimony. I made it through. Come on, everybody help me. Come on. 
Thank you for listening to the FCBC NYC podcast. We hope that what you heard was informative and inspiring and in some way created a space for you to have a creative encounter with God. You can follow us on social media and on the internet at fcbcnyc.org. Please follow and also contribute. If you've been blessed by what you heard, support us financially that we may continue to offer these podcasts. Thank you again, and we look forward to you tuning back in in the future.